Fancy managers, hello and welcome back to FPL Addicts. This is the preview show for Game Week 23. We are back. I feel like it's been a while since we've done a bit of a normal podcast. We had some clowns ruin the show last week, which is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but we are very excited to be back uh, and ready to go. Um, if you're new around here, make sure you give the podcast a, um, or, or video some love with a like, a rating or review on the podcast as well as a sub subscription. Click the button below. You know what to do. Uh, we are sponsored by Bonus Bank and powered by Esports Live. Um, and yeah, we are joined in the studio with our two special guests. We do have another one incoming later on uh, for a special section. But over to Chris Reed, uh, Reedy, FPL Reedy. How are you, son? Last week you were uh, you carried us, did the podcast. You did a fantastic job, mate. How did you go? Oh, it was all right, Jack. I mean. Not as good as it didn't live up to the standards um, that you set, but you know I enjoyed it. It was it was good. So it was with Chaza, um, yeah, me and smash it out. And um, yeah, I'm doing well. Glad to be back with more than two people, albeit just one extra. But it's good to see you two boys. Um, it feels like forever. Yeah, the old timers haven't been together for a while, have we? But um, Mikey, you must be like listen. Since I last caught with you. New Everton, new Everton manager. You've oh, peaked, you've peaked top of the league. <laughs> you must be absolutely flying, and you've been to a Carly Ray Jepsen concert as well. Yeah, we did. I mean, I, I just met her, and and it was crazy. She, she gave me a number and everything. Oh, <laughs> hey. oh mate, honestly, it, it was so good last night. It was one of those where it's a free gig. When no, someone takes no, I didn't actually have to tell it. us about the concert. Then, Crack on mate, with the well, Everton. The thing on. is, because our life right now as Everton fans. Is one big, big show. <laughs> it's it's so dramatic. <laughs> one minute we're like getting absolutely battered by relegation candidates like Southampton, and then the next, you know, we entertain Mikel Arteta's high flying Unreal. Arsenal and batter them. Yeah, we batter battered them. them. Yeah, batter yeah. Them. I know it was one nil, but like we we just didn't look like we were struggling. So what you meant was by that you defensively. Kind of stop them, which is your way of saying battering them. Not, but, but with the, I was, I was just kind of being nice. But, but like <laughs> with the ball, though, when, when we had it, we looked like we were being really intentional when we had the ball. We we did say we're not going to have a lot of possession, so when we get it, let's all like absolutely one hundred and ten percent go and commit. Yeah. So was and, the the Awobi of kind of old at the beginning of the season? There, you know. Well. He, he was he was good, don't get me wrong, but the player that I was so surprised by and every Evertonian had completely written on him off until last week was Dwight McNeil. He looked a different dude. It's the Burnley, you know, on Honestly, mate, and now he may be seeing his way into my team. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> mini, Burnley, mini Burnley taking over your new your oh, team. Yeah. Bloody hell. But listen, obviously we've been blown away with that. Um, obviously that that result was insane, wasn't it? And obviously and the performance, yeah, yeah, and the performance and the reaction. And I heard, um, I heard Dash did a, a bleep test. He's, he's banned 
snoods van oh yeah pants as well and it was he just got proper white mcneil was was oh, the winner that, that of, was the, him, yeah. of the bleed test was it yeah and um and, like, and it really shows teachers petting him he, he's yeah he's parched yeah he's parched yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love, I love that um but a couple of shout outs miriam thanks for joining us thanks for yes, joining the miriam. stream fpl sparta yeah all right lads lads yeah. lads lads yeah all good mate hope you're well and um, who else we got we got quentin yes q hope you're good mate um from fpl amateurs of oz uh colm one of our regular listeners thanks for joining us and um, he says legend gang hope you well guys if you are watching uh do let us know how you went on in game week 22 um and what your plans are for game week 23 always love to hear what your plans are because really you'll probably copy them by the end of the pod um so obviously we're in for you know let's review the results from the last game week really have you frozen because i didn't get a giggle out of you then i'm quite concerned have I what? And you know what? I was just looking at my team thinking, what, what, oh, do, yeah. what, do, I do? what do I do? Language, come on, mate. Again. Um, but yeah, um, come on, remind me. What, what are we doing again? Oh, I haven't even told you what you're doing. Yeah, I'm just going to go through the results. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, go on. So, so last week's results... Um, <laughs> Last week's results in terms of the fixtures. Get them up. Go on. Get them yeah, up. Here we go, mate. I'll help you out here by. Uh, I mean, the, the, fri- the Friday wasn't much to talk about with. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if, if I was a Liverpool fan, I would want to forget this week's re- results as well. You know? Never mind this week, yeah. the season, mate. The season. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, wow. for me, for me, obviously, you've, I'll, you know, I don't want to take you, even though you've touched upon it already, I don't want to take that away from you, the Everton Arsenal. We all know that was a big result and the whole lunchtime off, you know, um, thingy continuing for big teams. Um, but I will go with, for me, I think it has to be... Wolverhampton um, versus Liverpool. No, it has to be Leicester. <laughs> it has to be Leicester. I mean, a six-goal game. Oh, six-goal like, failure, yeah. And Leicester is, um, is something that you, you normally expect. So, you know, to see that... Um, Crazy game. Yeah, to see James Madison back in in the mix again, getting a get himself a goal. Iniacho, I mean, you know, we we knew what he was capable of back in the day, but City didn't you know, sort of want, want to keep hold of him. But he got himself a goal and two assists. I mean, is he an option again? Probably not. Let's be honest. But Ollie Watkins, um, you know, he's someone who at times in FPL has been a great option. Um, got himself a goal and an assist as well. So fantastic game for me. I watched the highlights of that and it was just, yeah, standout game, I think. Banging. What um Harvey Barnes obviously getting on there. And you mentioned Madison, yeah, nice. Tete looks pretty decent as well. What do you think of him? Yeah, he looks okay. He looks pretty solid. Um I think that obviously Leicester have, have been lacking this season in, in quality players. We all know what's happening with the with the, the board, not backing Rogers with funds and things like that. Um, so for them to have, you know, have him in the fold is is definitely a bonus. And you know, as we can see, there he got himself uh, a few points. Yeah, uh, pretty lively. Uh, got an Aussie Aussie on the uh, goal sheet on the you know the wrong end of the uh, of the <laughs> yeah. wrong side of the score sheet. Harry yeah. Sutar, uh signed fifteen million debut. Bit to you know to forget Maybe for the first part. Well, he obviously got sure. the result. Yeah, but they got me three points in the end, didn't they? I guess. Um, mm. Most expensive Australian player ever as well. 
Just love oh, if you didn't know if you didn't know that. Wow. Big stats. Yeah, big stats. Reminds me a bit of Harry McGuire, to be fair. Bigger than Tim Cahill. Just just before we move on from Tete, by the way, um, you know, with the whole the way Brazilians kind of give themselves nicknames and whatnot. Um, you know, they kind of give themselves some random dodgy names. Remember Fred? Uh, you had was it was his name Joe who played for Everton up front? You just yeah, just Joe. Oh, Joe, yeah. legend. He was, epic, he was epic on Football Manager back in the day. He was Joe. absolutely unreal. Sport, was he at Sports at Moscow? Is that where you're going from? Was it oh, he was everywhere, that guy. He, he, he was a real journeyman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> but Matete's full name is Matthias Cardozo Lemos Martins, just for anyone that didn't know that. But, you know, obviously, I don't know where he's from, whether he's Brazilian, or as Chaz, I might say, um, you know, whether he's Colombian. Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> Same place, same country. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, yeah, boys, a little bit of fact for you. Moving on, which result yeah. you pick next? Um, right, so we've touched on Everton, obviously. Probably want to touch on United, don't we? Uh, of course. No. Um, of course you do. Of course, um, of course you do. do. We don't. Let's have, oh, I've gone boy past where for scrolling down on here. Results. Here we go. Let's bring them up here. Obviously, uh, starting with Palace and then obviously onto Leeds. It was all about one man, obviously, during this double game week. We all, obviously, a lot of people were talking about it. Mm. I backed him. A lot of people backed him. But Marcus Rashford, he's at new levels, levels that we've not seen before, scoring goals, running with the ball at pace, scaring the shit out of defenders, but they don't know what to do. He's frightening. He's uh, frightening. That's the word, is, isn't it? He is frightening. He is frightening. frightening. It is, it is just, kind of mad the way that, you know, a player's confidence and uh, mm. also not, not only that for me a big part of it is the fans when they're in the stadium when the fans are backing you mm. you can feel them behind you and that's what he's got at the minute in abundance he's got those two things and yeah you know it's nice to see because you know that whole saying of nice guys finish last we know that he's done a lot for you know i've been told outside been of said that's, that's you've never you've never heard that have you mate nah, no oh, come on <laughs> but marcus rashford if anything out of all the united players deserves that he does. He does. He does listen, he does deserve it, and he's setting a standard now for United for the rest of the players who also need to step up. Saw so Sancho in the game, obviously against Leeds, he got he came back into the fold, got on score sheet, and you just think, listen, look at what Rashi's doing. Get a bit of that in you. Let's call and yeah. show show your price tag. Get that pressure off, and let's get back to playing football. But obviously, yeah. the result didn't go too well. Jesse March, Ted Lasso uh, got done at Leeds. Obviously. Mm -hmm. During week, um, after that defeat, and then came in uh, the assistant manager. I think stayed there and he took over this game. Went two two 0 up, which was insane, um, and then just didn't hold on. But I think Leeds actually showed a bit of character that they did, they did hang on. Uh, usually they'd lose like four or five goals in the end, but they did hang on. So fair play to Leeds for that. But hopefully we smash them on Sunday uh, when we play them. Um, and then no no, um, no comments on Wegos, Jeff. No. Uh, not the minute, mate. Not the minute. But uh, obviously, we missed Casemiro in there. We had uh, obviously a makeshift midfield. Um, you know, Sabitzer, he looked, he looked pretty good. Uh, but obviously, it's not ideal because it's not the perfect midfield you want to kind of want to play the old, with. The old uh, William Turner wasn't shy of a shot, was he? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about this result, Mikey. Spurs yeah, versus massive. City. Go ahead. Massive. I, I, I think um, Harry Kane is out there proven 
that he's he's one of the best FPL assets in the entire game. I think um, Man City, obviously at the moment, they have a lot, a lot going on in the background. Yeah, must and, be and stuff do, going on. And 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 you, and you do wonder is any of that playing on um, on the players' minds? You hear a rumor every other day about a different player having a training ground bust up with Pep Guardiola. And um, this week's rumors was was Erlen Holland, and um, you know having having a proper argy bargy with Pep. And so you know, Pep's a braver man than me. <laughs> he wants to have a bust up. With he, that he turned guy. into new Mourinho, Conte. Him yeah, or what? I know. Well, exactly. So do you think um, this this is also this is quite interesting? You mentioned that, Mikey. So Erlen yeah, yeah. posted a tweet. Of a picture of the team training, saying togetherness. I think maybe yesterday. And yeah, maybe it's a, in response to the rumours. Kind of on the on something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Good old, good old media spreading. Pep's giving, giving the players the old Fergie treatment, maybe lobbing the boots, yeah. the air dryers, and all whatever. Yeah, yeah. You do think something at the same time. KDB on the bench, like yeah. Gun Gundogan, always in his contracts running out or whatever, but yeah. He's obviously still a big part of what he's the part he's played. Cancelo Cancelo jumping ship. Diaz Laporte on the bench. Weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how good that, that team is when they're in the team as well, when they're on four. Diaz and Laporte but, is like the ideal yeah. centre. What, what's, what's the like what's the thing about managers or players signing new contracts? Then basically get turning shit. Mo Salah's done it. Pep's now mm. signed a new contract. He's deciding to be an idiot. I don't know if it's a running theme that seems to just happen when people go, oh, I've got my new contract now. And yeah, then... Classics or Bamiyang. Classics or Bamiyang when he got that oh, mega yeah. deal with Arsenal and then he just went off the radar, didn't he? He was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, he's got it at Chelsea. He didn't even get off the ground running at Chelsea and now he's uh, doesn't get included in the squad. So, yeah, yeah it's a very strange yeah. thing that's happening at City. Very strange. Yeah. Very strange and it's killing some teams in FPL, of course, yeah. as well. well at the same time, though... But... At the same time, I don't want to take anything away from Tottenham because they were brilliant. Uh, yeah. I think Conte set them up really well defensively, even yeah. if um, their Romero... record's mad, isn't it? Their record's yeah. mad with City at home. Yeah, yeah, but even if Romero is an absolute nutcase, mm. like the tackles he was putting in on a yellow was just inevitable. <laughs> yeah. You've got Lissandro Martinez, who shows you how to be in it, you know, how to perform as an Argentinian centre back. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Romero, who's the exact opposite. Just, he's crazy, man. Going going Andy Carroll style. Um, yeah. But, listen, obviously, we'll, what we'll do, we'll check in with uh, some of our leagues um, and we'll go on to the members' league. Oh, no, yeah. We'll, oh, no, we'll go into our teams first, actually. Let's look at our preview. So, let's have a look at our podcast league. So, the podcast league, obviously, um, six of the panellists in there when those who are part of the panel decide to turn up. Uh, so Chazza, who will be on in the next, so I'm told, is in the next five ten minutes. Can't wait to see him. He did uh, seventy eight points, pretty terrible from the from our resident Australian. Uh, Balls of Steel, seventy eight points. He's sitting on two point four million in the world. Not great. Um, Reedy's Renegades, not much better, but definitely had a good week. Ninety two points, Reedy. Yeah, 92 points. Can't complain apart from no, not at all. captain on the wrong guy. That's the only problem. I put it on that rat boy, Fernandez. I ate him. I absolutely ate him. But I put and it on and this hasn't helped, has it? <laughs> no, I mean, this hasn't helped. And I always knew I was going to potentially suffer because the obvious pick was Rashford. But in terms of ownership, 
that's why I'm chasing at the minute, you know. So I had to go with Fernandez, and you know what? All the stats in terms of XG and all that sort of stuff. Fernandez was the better guy over the two games. Um, it's just that Rashford got himself well put away his chances, and you know he got his assist in the first game. So yeah, I went with that. Ninety-two overall. Uh, Harry Kane, as you said, Mikey, you know, getting that goal, so that was great. Um, and then Luke Shaw getting an assist actually, which kind of helped. The one that everyone's kind of been buzzing off in a, in the FPL community at the minute is Kepper, you know, in his 20, 29 points in three game weeks or whatever. So um, another 10 points for him, absolutely made up with that. And um, yeah, the United boys kind of carrying the team. If you like Erling Haaland, with his, is it third blank? Third blank? Yeah, possibly. Um, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are wrong. I am very wrong. <laughs> but within the, within back the hat trick in the last game, which was the podcast that you which is the podcast that you did. No, so let's let's it, it. What I meant was over the last five weeks, he's blanked three times. That's what I was meant yeah. to correct myself there. But yeah, he did bag a hat trick last week. You are right. Um, against Wolves. But yeah, other than that though, let's be honest, is he? Thanos? Uh, I don't know. You I think, know. Like, listen, if you look at that last game against Tottenham, he didn't touch the ball inside the box. He didn't have a shot. There's something going on there that they're not, they're not getting the balls in the box to him, right? They're not seeing the runs, they're not seeing the crosses, they're not seeing the passes, well, the, seeing the, the pictures, two, what they should I be seeing, right? To do that and unlock Hall and sat on the bench, KDB and Goodnigan. So yeah. that's that's where the problem is. Um, mm. But yeah, actually, that actually, you, right I took a minus four actually and brought in. Odegaard, which was what I was going to do, planning to do this week anyway, I thought, with the Everton fixture for Arsenal. Um, I might as well have brought him in for Almiron. Uh, it worked out, basically. I lost out on two points, because I think Miggy got the same. He got two. Um, but, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you went the triple up on Arsenal. Mm. Perisic on the bench, on the little cleaning yeah. for the City. But I think most people would have benched him against against City, expecting them to score. But, um, yeah, it wasn't to be. No, fair play. I mean, you got a high-scoring week. Um, a couple of other people in, in the comments have, uh, have mentioned. Uh, Q, he got 102 points this in game week. 800k green arrow. Nice work, Q. Climbing the ladder. I think a lot of managers are still outside this. You know, getting from that 1.5 to 800k has been pretty tough. Um, Gary, 101 points for me. A good week. Well done, Gaz. Nice work, mate. That's a really good haul. Um, who else? Uh, I think that's it on the comments on that one. Uh, but let's have a look back in the podcast mini. Ollie Walker Peel, uh, the mystery man, is coming commentating on another A League game this weekend. So he's uh, I think he's out, out and about practicing. So good work, Ollie. But he did have a terrible week 68 points in uh, for his FPL team this week, 1283 points. He sits on so Reedy, 2019 points, uh, difference there, mate. It's quite strange there, 19 points difference, and there's 400k you could climb up the difference. I know, so it's, it's madness. madness, and that is very much achievable, right? So, oh, yeah. um, yeah, nice work, Ollie. Oh, no, not nice work, Ollie. Lucky mate, and Mikey Ferguson. Let's have a look at you, son. 78 points. Obviously, there's a lot of 90s and 100s going about, but you're not up there, son. It's not awful, though. It's not great either. It's not awful. It's not awful in a triple kind of in that double because of the double game week sort of thing. So, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have been far yeah. off. It's good, but it's not great. It's one of those, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> For sure. It's all a bit meh. It's yeah. all a bit meh. 
Yeah, not not too much to say. Again, in the same boat as Reedy, captain the wrong dude. Um, went with the stats and instead of the form, and then um, Arsenal had a nightmare against uh, the mighty Blues, and then De Bruyne got benched, and Rico Lewis couldn't keep the clean sheet. So um, you know, Kepper as usual rescuing the game week um, alongside the ever faithful Harry Kane. So. Not too many complaints, but I think is that, this week... Is that your first haul with Kepa in the pipes? Did you miss him last last week? No, I didn't miss him last week. week. I, I learned me lesson. <laughs> oh, so you've had, you've, had, oh, so you've had back-to-back. You had 19 points from him in the last two games. Yeah, Three the week before that you had warding, wasn't it? That was it. I think, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was a mare. Oh, so Chelsea would have had 39 points... Um, what was my maths? 39 points in the last three three game weeks. Wow. Yep. I could see your head was the cogs were turning there, Jack. I was thinking that doesn't yeah. sound right. <laughs> you give him an extra 10 bonus points for the last three weeks, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, nice work, Mikey. So you learned your lesson, got him in. So you've, you've done well there with him. Obviously, Rashin Fernandez, obviously, uh, you missed out with the, yeah, mm-hmm. with the city burning and the Arsenal. There's and this is yeah, again the the, the um, Grass FC v you know Analytics FC the whole yeah you know and it's just it's been hurting stuff. me all season all season like mm. I test FC are just winning every week and it hurts. <laughs> no, your loss is someone else. Your loss is someone else's gain, right? So yeah. oh yeah, that gives me so much comfort, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so second place, I've climbed back up the ladder where in my rightful position there, uh, above Mikey. Uh, ninety-eight on, points this week. Uh, I did take a minus eight, which I didn't realise. I, I think I said oh, to the lads. Oh. I think, I think um, I'd had a, a, few, a few a few shandies. Um, to be fair, though, I think you did have a, quite a few issues with your team, didn't you? Mm, Jack? you I did. Like, like, or injuries. So I, I was looking. Yeah, but I think I made like an unnecessary move, sort of things. But Ericsson went. Um, Cancelo went and Martial went, so I could have, but Martial yeah. then came back for a game and then got injured. So I thought, actually, for oh, I've messed up, uh, because Martial's back in, but he's got injured again, of course. So, no. I suppose... Martial, by the way, is going to take the title off Callum Wilson for Weetabix legs. Weetabix legs, yeah, Weetabix. We need well, to give, well, we need to give a trophy. It's a competition yeah. between DCL and um, Martial, yeah, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, actually, is yeah, legit. Um, but I did like obviously for this game week, um, did take the minus eight. So obviously sorted the, sorted the, uh, the. Oh no, Ericsson's still in my team here. Is this right? <laughs> How many shandies did you have? <laughs> so that's what I mean. That's what I took out of other players. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I took Pereira. No, I got rid of Pereira. You see, and I probably didn't. I didn't. Obviously, I didn't need to. But I was no. like, I'm doing it. So because Ericsson. Matoma came in. Matoma came in, which was obviously a class signing. Because uh, that guy's a freak. Um, so eleven points. Triple captain. Uh, push that button with Rashi. So obviously a great time with that. Sixty points unreal. Uh, I did bring Enketia in as well, but he's got a double game week. So obviously I probably took a minus four. Where I didn't didn't maybe need to, but I brought him in instead of playing Almiron. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Obviously happy with that in terms of what Rashi did and Matoma, my signings and Kane. Um, everywhere else, sure, obviously, um, did all right there because he got an assist on one of the games. Uh, other than that, yeah, not bad. Obviously, 
Just a shame I took the... Yeah, I'm happy with the triple captain, so I can't complain with that. Um, and then elsewhere... I've gone too far. Obviously, Batman and Robin, so hats off here. Let's give him a, let's give him a plug. 117 points by Elliot Craig. Um, not bad at all. He was game week, I think last game week, he was actually manager of the week. He got 93 yeah, in our members league. And then this week, 117. So he's absolutely flying. Although he's not been on the podcast for about six months, he is, he is absolutely flying. So well done, Elliot Craig. Give you a shout out there. He's got the total. He's got me and him have actually very similar teams. Uh, apart from Fernandez, I've got De Bruyne, um, and I bought like obviously he's got Saka and Erdogan in there. Um, but yeah, he's got Wilson, so he, could, he had Wilson on the bench as well, seven points. So he could have had um, an extra five, and therefore he brought him in for one of the Arsenal boys. Um, so not bad. He is flying, isn't he? Yeah, no hits. No, no hits as well. Did he not take? He took, a, he took a minus four. That's it. Oh, which isn't bad though. But so, if you triple captain double game week on United players, getting, you know, not bad bringing them in or whatever. Nice work, Elliot Craig. So he's currently. He looks like he might be in trouble though. Come game week twenty-five. Oh, let's just hope. Let's just hope he is. Yeah. So look at that. Like he's saying five hundred forty-seven, five hundred forty-seven k years. So he's on track for this season, I think. So well done, L. Uh, hats off to you, buddy. Um. So let's have a look in our members leagues. Um, I did make some notes here, of course, nice and preps as we are on the FPL Addicts podcast. Uh, so manager of the week this week was Steve Ward. Steve Ward's a bit of a legend. He's, um, he did come second in the Members League last year. Or did he win? No, he actually won it last season. So he's manager of the week this week. He's currently sitting second in the Members League. Uh, 123 points. Freak. Um, yeah. So well done, Stevie Ward. Um in first place at the moment, though, in the Members League, is Matt McKay. He's still uh, sitting top. In the Public League, we've got Mihai, Mihai Victor uh, on 1,493 points, which is frightening. How many points are you on, Reedy, overall? I uh, don't want to say, mate. 1,263. Um, so... 1,264, to be fair. You know, you missed the point. Oh, there we go. I won't bad off the top of my head, was it? So, two... <laughs> 230 points, 230 points above you. Uh, and also, he's sitting 229th in the world. So, that is insane. So, well done. Wow. Mihai. That's off. Uh, in the women's, let's have a look. Uh, Mira, she's on 1,429 points. Well done, Mira. She has dominated that women's league all season so far. Um, and then uh, Donald Breslin on 44 points in the uh, head-to-head members mini league. Uh, he is flying there. It's actually quite good, actually, because in third place uh, in the members' head-to-head is the FPL Addicts um, team, which obviously I manage as well, lads. That's probably doing better than my team. Um, and that is on the, got 104 points this week. Wow. Yeah. Decent, right. Living the dream. <laughs> living, living, living the dream. Um, so let's have a look. Um, <laughs> Bonus Bank, who are obviously our sponsor for this season and also last season. So, big thank you to Bonus Bank for supporting the podcast. You are fantastic. You pull with all our nonsense and you love what you hear as well from us. Uh, they have created a free fantasy football tool uh, for us this season and uh, to help win your mini leagues. Um, it does provide you that extra bit of guidance where appropriate. So, it looks at the probabilities of clean sheets and also uh, players who are likely to score for the game week. Uh, very useful for determining your know, defence picks and players uh, for assisting in those captain choices. 
So this week, the top three teams uh, to keep a clean sheet. Uh, in third place, the Arsenal versus Bradford game, 45% chance of keeping a clean sheet. So I think, you know, it's a fair shout in there. Brentford are obviously dangerous, um, but Arsenal obviously have looked, as, as they've looked all season, they've looked very good and very solid with that back kind of four uh, with the, uh, the the partner partnering of uh, Gabriel and Saliba. Um, think, think, talking of Saliba, we haven't seen Chazzy yet. Have you heard from him, anyone? He is back from, coming back from the races, so he's probably about 26 cans in. Wouldn't surprise me if he's jumped on a horse randomly. <laughs> 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 if he's just got home and just fell asleep in bed because it is past very his true. bedtime very true at the desk he's just his head on the well what i'm looking uh, forward to is if chaza doesn't show up i'm looking forward to Reedy's best impression of chaza doing captain's corner captain's gone. yeah i like it yeah, yeah i can't wait i'm dropping dropping you Everyone's in there, very mate. excited um elsewhere second place for clean sheets bournemouth versus newcastle so newcastle away in this fixture 45% chance. I think that's fair as well. Bournemouth are obviously not very good. And Newcastle, I think they've kind of gone off the last couple of weeks, couple of games, would you say? I'll be Is honest. That... I keep forgetting that Bournemouth are in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> they get, well, you're both going to be in the same league this season, aren't you? Them, Everton you know. and Bournemouth. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't forget that Everton are in the Premier League because we're just doing so awful, but... Yeah, it's just because they're not a big club, right? They don't get the same rap. Yeah, oh, um, oh yeah. So City versus Aston Villa um, is the clean sheet in there for 49%. Don't know what I think about that, actually. Don't think probabilities-wise. Obviously, it's based on all these odds that have come up with this formula, but 40% chance Aston Villa. I feel like Aston Villa can score, you know, especially against this City team. Um, yeah, I think it might be taken into account that City have a double game week, so, so they're adding... Right. The Arsenal probability with the the Aston Villa well, probability. Well, say, boys, based on Pep's strongest eleven, if he was the player's strongest eleven, Villa don't score. But at the moment, Pep isn't doing that, so anything could happen. But if he, he does, he's basically score, playing um, footy manager with, with the cheats on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> signing who he wants, playing who he wants, you know, selling yeah. who he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here but, we go. All right, so players to score this game week. So if you're still looking for a striker to add or reinforce, now Harry Kane, what is really? Can you have a look see what his uh, ownership is? Harry Kane, um, I reckon about forty percent there, maybe oh, around there. Uh, yeah. um, so Leicester versus Sith, uh, versus Tottenham. Harry Kane is forty-three percent chance to score. So if you haven't got him in, but how many percent? What's ownership percentage? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I wasn't far off. So thirty-seven percent chance. So still a lot of managers still, you know, not choosing to have Harry. But if you've got a KDB who isn't playing, get him out. Get a budget midfielder in and get Harry Kane up top. As you, you know, totally, as another striker. Totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Well, surprisingly, Matoma's the most transferred in player this week. And I mean, I say because he's flying. I say surprisingly, take that, you know, with a pinch of salt. Obviously, the guy is. He's been amazing. Yeah. And, you know the points return that he's that he's given the last few game weeks is um, is brilliant, but you know people oh, clearly yeah. aren't put off by his blank in twenty five because he's still got two fixtures to play. So um, yeah, Matoma. I mean, I, I thought with it being double game week, people would have looked elsewhere, but yeah, clearly people are just uh, all over this guy. Yeah, very exciting player. Um, yeah, very exciting player. Do you think he carries on? <laughs> 
this form for Brighton, you know, to the end of the season that he, he earns a big move, or do you think that Brighton will be riddled? Listen, Brighton are a selling club, right? We've obviously we can see that already. Um, yeah. They buy them cheap, sell them massive profits. They're like the Dortmund of the Premier League, I think. It's yeah. pretty impressive what they're doing. Um, so I think if a club comes in and they go, yeah, no worries, 80 million, please. Um, and they're, So it's whoever's willing to pay it. So I don't know. He's obviously looked very good. I don't think it's any buying any luck, even. I don't think he's having a lucky season. He just looks like a quality player, doesn't he? So, yeah, see how yeah. It goes. 42 uh, points in the last five game weeks. So, that's uh, yeah, wow. Well, and we've, we have got our I love it when we mention about Brian because Ospite jumps in. Here he is. He got marching his team. I did the oh, same. Ow. I did the same. Mate. What are you doing, Ospite? What are yeah. you doing? You need to sort that out. I can't believe you haven't got more players, actually. The way that Brian has been playing, I can't believe he's not, like, tripled up on them. Tripled up on them, yeah, or tripled mm. them. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Here we go. He's arguing about the selling club. Here we go. We are not I like that, club, Jack. We won't play. stand in the way of a fair offer. You're a selling club. Well, that is you're, they are a selling club. How are you not a selling club? It's Asuma, Trossard, Cucurella. <laughs> No, Come on. when I say a selling club, it's the business model. Well, I'm talking about the business model. Like a business club. model, yeah. Yeah. It's well, we talk about fair. Is, is 70 to 90 million for a 3.3 million player fair? Is it a rip off? <laughs> it's not. You know, but <laughs> I appreciate what I Spike saying. He's a good yeah. man. He's a good man. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so we'll go on second place uh, for your top goal, for your likely to score this week. It is against Aston Villa, so City. Um, Alvarez 45%, and then Haaland up in the 60%. Still, he's not budging off there, even with his out of form. Um, yeah, so out of form, form. only a hat trick in the last game week, man. So, according to Reedy, like the last three, <laughs> no, the, the Nordic meat shield, Mr. Untouchable. <laughs> I set myself up for that to be fair. I'm sorry, you, boys. You there was a little nipple there. I love it. <laughs> uh, um, here we go. Right. So, discussion points this week, boys. Um, yeah. New manager bounces. Let's talk about Everton real quick. Mikey, Everton wise, you know, you've got Liverpool up next. Easy fixture, yeah. obviously. Uh, Leeds at home. Villa after that. Arsenal, Forest, Brentford. You've got a couple of green fixtures in there on the FDR. Mm-hmm. What do we think? Do we think is it worth looking at a couple of these players? Dwight, Dwight McNeil is he? Well, I'm I'm looking. This at is this is not about players. you. This isn't about your yeah. team, by the way. And, right? and, so let's and I think, talk about good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good good advice. Um, would would be to to have a look at our defense first and foremost. We've got some great cheap options. That the first um great option because is expected thunder bastard headers. Oh, through the roof. <laughs> it's it's Tarkowski. He's 4.2 yeah. million. Will happily sit on your bench. And also he can come in for, you know, a potential clean sheet. And also could grab one at the other end as well, which is great. And then the other one is um, Mikha Legend or Mikhalenko, as we like to say. Um, yeah. He's 4.3 mil. And um, he seems to have that um, left back spot completely nailed, and um, and he looked he looked really good uh, against Arsenal as well. Like was really super solid, and um, and with the way that Sean Dyche does his thing, um, usually 
um, beforehand, our left back and right back were left a little bit isolated. But our wingers are going over to help them now, which is great. So he, he doesn't look so defensively fragile anymore, which is great. And then the last one is Dwight McNeil. Yes, yes, Dwight McNeil could potentially, maybe already is in my FPLT. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but we, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. And and what I would say is there are lots of teams blanking in game week twenty five. Everton are in the ascendancy and Everton have a double game week in game week 25 as well. So like a, like for the first time in a long time, we can finally say Everton are a serious option to consider. <laughs> wow. So, so the ginger Zidane is going to work wonders, you, you think? Yes, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we're going to be absolutely fine this season. We've got the players. We've got the players. We shouldn't be where we are. And as long as we can get the best out of them, we'll be like laughing. Fair Top enough. off incoming. Watch this, watch this space. That's all right. Relax, mate. We've got the receipts, Jack, just in case, mate. Top <laughs> off incoming. You can you can write that down. Um, another kind of discussion point for this week. I think Colm's brought a good one up here that we want to mention. Obviously, Wolves um, look good, look really good. Obviously, smashed, smacked, battered Liverpool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it worth bringing in for that? Um, they've got a, a double game week as well, as Colm's mentioned. Um, they are facing uh Fulham and Liverpool. Um, they've got Southampton, Bournemouth, then Fulham, Liverpool in that double game week. Tottenham, Newcastle, Leeds. They've got a great run. I mean, until 30, 36 and 38, Man United, Arsenal in the form they're in, looking good. Worth looking at some assets. Saar, Kilman, they have some of their attacking Portuguese assets, possibly. Thoughts, anybody? Yeah, I like Wolves, Wolves sort of options. The, the thing about the Wolves defenders is they're quite cheap um, as well. And uh, I think they're two good fixtures. Um, FDR might suggest different against Liverpool, obviously the second game for them. But, you know, I could see them keeping a clean sheet in both of those. You wouldn't be surprised. The only problem is, do you jump them, jump on them now? Um, because they've got great fixtures at the moment. Um, I think they play, is it Southampton this week? And then, yeah, next week it's uh, Bournemouth at home. But yeah... Um, Thanks for repeating those fixtures again, mate. No, I was... All right, I was just... Oh, calm down, Jack. Calm down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, after that, though, 25, it's do you want to keep them? Because the fixtures don't look great after that. They've got spares and so on. So... I, I think if you're going to get a Wolves asset in for 25, I think it's one maximum. And I think, yeah, you pick your Kilman or you go for your um, your Collins because the thing is they've got four centre-backs at the moment. Dawson's in there. You've got Totty uh, and you've got Collins as well. So Kilman's Wait, probably Craig, solid. Craig Dawson is a group, I think. When was it? Was it last? It wasn't this. It was last season when he was flying. Wally. Yeah, West Ham. Yeah, yeah, he did all right. West Ham but... kept banging in some headers. West Ham yeah. were looking obviously half decent, obviously terrible this season, but because they haven't got Dawson in the team, surely potentially. But I think Kilman's the standout pick. If yeah, Kilman. Hey, what about that goal from Neves? That touch that he just brought it under control. He's a he's a brilliant touch, player. Touch, bang, he off. only oh. scores screamers. That man. <laughs> he only mm, scores. Score bad goal. Yeah, he don't score bad goals, does he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a great player and he's overlooked by a lot of the top teams. He's always been linked to the likes of Real Madrid and so on. 
you know, and, and I'm surprised he hasn't got a big move like that because I do really rate Neves. And um, yeah, I think Wolves, as I say, defensively, attacking-wise, if you go on the other end of the scale, I mean, they've got an abundance of attackers. I think Diego Costa might not play another game now with the amount of attackers <laughs> they've got. But if you were looking for a differential and you were trying to chase a little bit, cheap option would be Cunha. Um, he did look good against us, albeit we're, we're bad defensively. But um, if you wanted to go there and you didn't have you know, sort of any of the moves to make, I'd suggest Cunha and put him up there. Nice, really. Well, thanks for, thanks for contributing on that. Guys, if you are um, obviously tuning in for the first time or you've not tuned in for a while, whichever it may be, uh, please do hit the like button. That would be fantastic. It does help with, uh, you know, spread the word of the FPL Addicts podcast. Uh, and if you are brand new around here, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an upload or when we go live. Big shout out to Stephen McDonald, who's joined in. Hope you're well, mate. He's mentioned he's going Haaland this week uh, with a triple captain. Woohoo! Thoughts? It's spicy. It's a spicy time. Well, what do you reckon? Is that he's going to have to do well to, to beat Rashford, isn't he? So, um, all yeah, it's, it's about the game week, though, isn't it? It's about the game week. It is about the game week. Yeah. It's capitalised. If he scores a hat trick against Villa and he gets maybe one goal or an assist against Arsenal, he's outscored Rashford straight away, and he's quite capable of getting a hat trick in that first game. Um, so yeah, he is. go up the Bruyne on the pitch to do that, though. Uh, that's true. That is true. Um, but it's it's not a bad shout. I mean, after now, you save it for twenty five. If you're going to use it, what on an Arsenal player? most likely, or do we see the return of Mo Salah, you know, triple captain like last season, people put it on Norwich and Leeds, a double for Liverpool. You just never know, Jack. You just never have you, know. Have you been drinking, mate? <laughs> Not yet, but it is Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. It's yeah, Friday again. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, with Liverpool's double, people will be going to Salah. And if people don't use the triple captain this week, Mark my words, people will be looking to use it in 25. But yeah, sensible option by Stephen. Yeah. I don't see why not to, you know, track the triple captain Harlem this week at all. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, be well, Stephen. Thank you for that. FPL eyes. Um, love this one. And Chaz has missed out on this comment. Stephen Small, hi, chaps. Only just tuned in or watch back later. So thanks for that, Stephen. Top man. But he just got back from the local cafe for breakfast. He had a vegan black pudding with a full English. Never again. Tasted like peppered. Paper fried in snot. Lovely. Abosh. <laughs> Abosh. Oh, God. What a I would have loved that one. <laughs> um, Colm, just on the uh, Wolves one, he just mentioned um, uh, Neto. If, if, if Neto was fit, he'd be interesting. If he was fit, yes, he would, would be interesting, but probably not um, on there. Um, yeah, FPL I just mentioned he's gone Haaland this week. Uh, he wants to go Haaland this week because he forgot to uh, push the button on. Uh, Rashi, uh, oh my god, never mind, mate. Um, oh. let's have a look at these fixtures for the game week. I do have it in front of me now. Um, so up first, we've got West Ham, Chelsea. Bloody hell, what a fixture! That's got to be a nil nil written all over it. It's either going to be a bit spicy, or <laughs> it's got to be goals, it's got to be goals, hasn't it? Not very nice, yeah. You just don't know. Chelsea don't look great yet because they've not gelled. Because they've signed like ten well, million got, yeah. for like ten billion like, pounds. Like we thought, we thought Forest were bad, like in terms of signing like a whole new squad and reserve squad. But Chelsea, like, got 33 first team players. Yeah, I mean, you've got to admire Forest for trying to, you know, 
Well, they had to replace 15, I think, Forest at the start. Yeah, but they've tried to do a City, but with just worse players, you know what I mean? And have two squads. (laughs) (laughs) And have two squads. (laughs) You know, I mean, but... (laughs) Kalor Navas, did you mention him on the pod last week? Yeah, yeah, Navas, like... That's insane having him. He's won the Champions League three times. Oh, they've, they've pulled off some moves. If they go down, they'll really struggle. But I just, I just don't see it happening. They, they can't go down. But yeah, West Ham, Chelsea, early kickoff could be a nil-nil. Yeah, don't back it. Next, um, double game week for Arsenal, as we've mentioned. First up, Brentford. Um, obviously, this, these are at two AM over here in Australia, mm. so I'll try and stay awake for it. But probably not the game I'll be watching. Uh, Arsenal versus Brentford. Fancy it? What do you reckon? 1-0, 2-0? I think a 2-1 Arsenal, I'm going to say. I think Brentford score. I think Brentford have looked decent. And Tony's yeah, obviously... Score, yeah. yeah, Tony's obviously still in the fold. They are stronger at home, Brentford, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did grab a goal. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Arsenal's done that. 2-1, maybe 3-1. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that um, Bakayi and Inketia get some some um little nibbles a goal as well i think i think away from home brentford look vulnerable so i, I think it could be a high scoring game we could see another four two something like that Ooh, I, like that. I like that i like the yeah, less fixture as well especially after leicester have just come back you know on the back of a four two win away at villa That'll give them a lot of confidence, but obviously, you know, Harry Kane loves scoring goals. Harry Kane loves going against Leicester, doesn't he? So, I I like the look of that fixture. Um, You know, Matoma owners, Brighton away, Palace. Palace have been abysmal at home this season. Not a good season. Still like 12th in the league, though. Still actually doing all right. Managing to get through it, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of good games. There are a lot of good games. Even Fulham Forest, you know, the the promotion boys. Um, you know how good Fulham are this season and Forest looking like they're improving as well. So a lot of good fixtures. And I mean, Newcastle, if you had to pick a game out of all of those, I think that's the standout. Is that a guarantee? You'd expect them to be winning 3-4-0 in that fixture, wouldn't you, with the, with the form and the final uh, that they've got coming up and so on. There's just such a buzz with Eddie Howe and Newcastle fans at the minute. So I like that one, yeah. Yeah, I think, listen, Leeds United... I feel like United will just go in and do my own. I feel obviously at Leeds, I think those goals at Ellen Road and do them after after seeing what they probably after Ten Hag seeing what how the, the manager lined up against them obviously midweek. I think he was figuring out and make it happen. I mean, we are out without. It's pretty much probably going to be the same team being put out. Um, well, that's thing we can just do. But listen, Leeds is not an easy place to go to, so it could just be a draw again, which yeah. we'll not be happy about. Um, City Aston Villa. We do think obviously goals in there. I think like City bagged. I think there was a three-two and a two-one last season. City beat Villa, so you're expecting that with Haaland in there. You're expecting damage to be done. Um, and Liverpool, Everton, the tasty one. Mikey, would you be happy with a draw coming out of this? No, it's got to be a win. It's got to be a win. It's got to be a win. Oh, that is it's Wait. incredible, isn't it? Because. Season's yeah. gone by. Like obviously the rivalry comes into it, but it's yeah. Liverpool are on the knees, aren't they? Midfield is you've, horrendous. You've got to, we've got to keep this momentum. Like, and also we're in the ascendancy. Liverpool are in the gutter at the moment. There's nothing short of a win will be a good result for us. 
at all. And and I think um, I, I think I've just got to put me um, put me cards on the table and say I reckon we'll do them over. Reedy thoughts thoughts, mate. Um... Come on, lad. I think that it's the best time, you know, for you for you, for you guys to obviously play us, you know, especially with the manager bounce of, of Dice at the moment. Is it Dice? Is it Dice? I mean, maybe Dice. you know better than me, Dice. Dice yeah. Um, yeah mate, he's, only, he's only been manager for like twelve years in the Prem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, apparently there's a way to say it, but you know, I I just always thought it was Dice. Uh, Dice. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I think it's the perfect time for you guys to play us. Um, we are really, really hurting at the moment, and we're really poor this season. Um, Tony. <laughs> Tony <laughs> it's not going. It's been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been the uh, squad for like 24 years, Tony Hibbert. Tony Hibbert is starting for Everton, so he might be worth a triple captain FPLI. So it's like, amazing. Yeah. Fully amazing. But, I am actually feeling a little bit more optimistic because we've got players back in training. Diego Jota's back, Van Dyke's back, um, Firmino, I think, is back. Uh, so I'm hoping that, yeah, we, we've got a few of these players back to kind of mix it up and change the way we're playing. And I mean, if it is a midfield three of Keita, um, you know, Milner, Milner someone, and I Henderson, think, oh. I, think <laughs> I think we're screwed. But other than that, attack-wise, it's looking a bit more positive. Yeah, you've got, so. you got too many strikers, man. What um on oh, so not not that one. Um, your midfield, Mikey. Yeah. Gay. Oh no, Nana. Awobi. Awobi, and you got Decore in front of them. And Decore was back Unreal. and was looking brilliant. Played real like that. It's. So, and they've got Calvert Lewin as well. Like it's mad in it. That's mm -hmm. strength in that in that kind of spine. That Oof. midfield like Liverpool can't handle that. Yeah. Just bear in mind though, the last time that Everton beat us was February 2021. And before that, they hadn't beat us for years. So well, well of course you know. going to stats. If we're going to analytics and all that jazz. Oh, yeah, mate. Very good. All right, but, Arsenal City next. Arsenal City, oof. Arsenal on, City. What are you thinking? Think Arsenal stay at the top or? Um, sorry, someone just got blocked in the chat, and I don't know why. Um, oh. So um, <laughs> yeah, you, you you were saying Arsenal, Man City. I, I I think Arsenal. I think Arsenal win. I think they win the game. I think um, City are in poor form and they're away from home. And I think if, if Pep continues to play footy manager, you'll you'll get absolutely burnt. It's like um have you ever seen Mega Minds where um like Will Ferrell's character, like the big giant blue head guy? Oh yeah. He, like he gets bored of being such an amazing supervillain that he creates a superhero to try and fight against. Which is what exactly uh, Pep's done with Mikel Arteta. Because <laughs> finally someone's come on to to challenge him. And um it's like I, I just reckon Arsenal Arsenal win win at home. Maybe one nil, maybe two one, but it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be dodgy, I reckon. I, I think it all depends on those uh, well, more for City than Arsenal, um, on that villa fixture and what Pep does. Um I think if he drops points in that game, 
Um, he'll then, you know, obviously have to have a big think about his team selection against Arsenal because he can't afford to lose that either. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I, th- I think you're right though, Mikey, that Arteta at the moment, albeit he lost against your boys with that midday kickoff and the manager bouncing, etc. You'd expect him to come back and it was like the do- worst time to play us, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you'd expect him to be able to do the job over City, but. Really looking forward to that game. A nice little Wednesday night football, uh, you know, um, sort of not title decider, but, you know, two dogs at the top. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Nice work, fellas. Right, let's get into it for our teams for going into game week 23. Moves that we've made. Um, I've not taken a minus eight this week. Uh, I think I've played a bit safer than that. Uh, I have a brought... Uh, well, no, so I've taken, I've taken um, Ericsson out finally, and then brought Saka in. So that's my team at the moment. I do have uh, Botman on the bench, so I was thinking, how do I get him in and who do I drop? That's my only issue. But with the double game weeks, I was even considering De Bruyne. But if he does just bring him back on and he kills it, I could just miss out. Do you know what I mean? After being yeah. rested and stuff. So I think you've got other fires to put out for sure. I've got other fires to put out. Well, obviously the, the blank game week and double game week 25. Oh, right. Is, yeah, is great. Into that, yeah. And you've yeah. probably got like six or seven, maybe six, maybe seven players blanking because we're not even sure of um, Neko Williams. Nico could, Williams is a regular starter anymore, do we? Could be a good free hit. Oh, is that what you're trying to say, man? Oh, free hit 25, surely. Sure, that's what people are thinking, no? Is that all right? Uh, yeah, no, there will be. I mean, look at Elliot, for example. Some people, people will be free hitting in 25. Mental, sure. If you've got a lot of your players out, surely. And you keep the only, the only tra- thing is, I wouldn't be free hitting on, like, you know, you've got a free hit on, like, Wolves and Everton players and so on. And I know it could be, could be on fire. No, I just don't think it's the right time <laughs> to, free, to be honest. It's not a, lot big team, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of big teams blanking. So, yeah, listen. But if you've got seven or eight players like Elliot's got, you can navigate that from now till what twenty-five, three transfers. That leaves you with four. You might need to then take a minus four, and you sh- you should be okay. I don't think it needs free hitting, to be to be yeah. honest. But is this your setup for this week then for twenty-three then, Jack? This is it for this week. Three, four, three. Um, Saka come in uh, for the double game week. I reckon he could do bits. Me, obviously, oh. he's a he's a top player in here. So this could bench do bits. Could potentially, couldn't it? Is what? Well, sorry, this bench could hurt. This week, bench could hurt. Yeah, what with the points? You mean getting points? Mm, be bench boost. Bench boost. Nah, no chance. No chance. Steady on. Chance. Steady on. Steady, lad. Steady. Uh, yeah. So that's it for me at the minute. That's uh, how it looks. Um, and yeah. So, so no transfer. No transfer. Did you say roll, roll it, or you've made one? No, I made one. Ericsson's gone. Saka coming. Oh, for Saka. It's a great transfer. Yeah. In to be fair. Lovely. It's not, it's not bad, is it? Not a spot for you. Could, could, could have gone anywhere. What an upgrade. <laughs> Who's going next? Well, go on, Reedy, you go, because because I've, I've got something spicy. Oh, you want to do it? Oh, he's got something spicy. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, then. This is me for this week. I've took a minus eight already. Um... <laughs> the hitman is back. Bang, hitman is back. I'm fuming with Fernandez. He's going on the bench, right? So he's going to sit there, you know, Thank to be honest Fernandez. with you. Yeah, Fernandez and Shaw are going on the bench because the mighty leads are going to do him over at Ellen Road. Um, 
And yeah, that's what I'm kind of going with. I mean, in hindsight, because we always do things and then look back after and think, why? But I should have probably took Fernandez out rather than stick him on my bench and brought Saka in. Um, I did bring in Mares and Inketia, and the other one was Lewis. So they're the three moves that I made. But I, I probably, as I say, looking back, should have it should have been Saka for Fernandez, kept Inketia as Greenwood, um, and then I played played the three five two instead. Um, but it is what it is. I'll I'll just keep it for this for now. And if I suffer with those United boys on the bench, so be it. I'm I'm happy to do that. You boys are thinking, what has he done? I can see it. It's all it's written all over your faces. But um, yeah, I think I'm the moves happy. are good, man. They're, they're just solid. Mm. I've got I've got you know, yeah. I've got the triple up on on the city and the Arsenal. I wanted yeah. to get rid of Ben White. Ben White was the pain in the ass that just just really made me make this decision because yeah, I just don't see enough because of to- Tommy Asu coming. Yeah, there's that into the fight. Yeah. And you want three Arsenal attackers during this next three game weeks. There's gonna they've got two doubles and a and a great fixture in between as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so as I say, yeah. they're my moves. They're my moves for this week. I'm gonna roll next week. Well, I'm gonna try. Yeah. How about you then, Mikey? How are you looking, mate? Yeah, let's oh, go. Here we go. Here we go. It's big. Getting deja vu here. Getting deja vu. Yeah, Yeah, the wild card is active. It is activated, the wild card, Mikey Sam. Yeah, it's good. And because the thing is, we're going into game week 25. I had lots of problems that I had to deal with. And also, I had some issues in my first team with players like KDB, who like where they play and where they're not. Like, you know, and there was also. some issues with my structure. I still have Martinelli, who's becoming more of a minutes risk. Um, and so, yeah, I've I've pulled the trigger. the the um, The team doesn't look massively different, but structurally, how many how many drafts have you done, mate? I'm, I'm super happy. How many drafts I, have you done? I've done a I've done a fair few. I won't say how many because um, you know. It may be over fifty <laughs> at, at this point in time, but um, there's there's a couple of of little um things that I, I do want to kind of point out yeah, here is, is that um there's this guy on the bench, Fraser Forrester. Um, if you don't know, Hugo Loris is out with a knee injury for a good couple of months, and they can save you that point one mil knowledge. Um. On uh, on Ward, and also you know it's a way into a Spurs defense, which is going to be nailed for a few months. So you know rotating him with Kepper, depending on the fixture, could be an option. Um, Lewis is um, I'm not sure if I want to go Lewis or Ache. Um, I've still got 1.6 mil in the bank, so Lewis could be Nathan Ache. But you know if Diaz and Laporte do start coming back, which you know we're all kind of a bit weirded out by. <laughs> Um, you know, it's one of them. Um, I wanted a way into the um, getting a slice of that Arsenal defense, and the best way to do that is with someone who's completely, completely nailed. And so, you know, Gabriel comes in, um, Saka as well, having him who's on penalties, and then Nketiah. Um, and Nketiah, um, it was kind of confirmed that um, Gabriel Jesus is not going to be back 
um, until after game week 28. So he stays in for now. And even then, like he could become, um, you know, someone else um, quite easily. He could move sideways to a Tony or someone like that if um, he looks like he's a minute issue, but he's not a minute issue for now. Um, Kilman, I think Reedy was singing his praises before. Um, he's going to come in in game week 25, give me a nice little double. Tarkowski, the man himself, um, with expected Thunderbastard headers incoming. It's going to be great. And then Dwight McNeil rounds out the wild card. Um, my plan for game week 25 will be um, Fernandez to Salah and then Harry Kane to Darwin. So I get two more Liverpool doublers um, coming in then. So there's been thought processes going into this. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I'll let, I'll let you dissect this or give your thoughts on this one first, Jack. I think, I think it's Listen, interesting. I think, I think yeah, I think it, it looks good. Um, obviously, there's a lot of kind of assets and teams that obviously are already you know, uh, present in a lot of teams already, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you've mm. already got your foot, obviously, a wild card. You're planning, you know, three, five weeks ahead. Um, I don't think you've panicked like you did with your last wild card, which is which is good, which is great. You haven't <laughs> cleared everyone out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you've got your Everton assets on there as well, which I think is right. And you've got your your um, Wolves ones uh, as well. You got your Wolves asset in there. But, oh yeah, I like it. I think Enketia is in, which I think you is is good. I brought in Saka the other day. I think Mares was an option as well. Um, I think Lewis. I think Ake will be preferred once all the other players come in and Lewis will be the one dropped. I, I, I foresee, but I don't think it'll affect you. Um, love Rubber Ducky coming up with me. Obviously, Mikey's wild card is to get Fraser Forster in the cobbler. He was his first show in there. <laughs> Rubber Ducky yeah. pinning me on that one, mate. Yeah, ruined. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ruined. So, yeah, listen. So, how many players have you changed? Into How many players did you say you've changed from your so, last week? Um, one, two... Three, four, and then on my bench five, six, seven, eight, eight players changed. All oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, with enough. with the yeah. double game week twenty five, because I, the thing is, oh. I don't want to keep compromising on my team week after week after week in the build up to game week twenty five, so that I can like start shoehorning players mm. because my structure was kind of all over the place, and so like I didn't want to like keep taking like suboptimal moves just so I have someone who has a fixture. Yeah, in game yeah. week 25 and I have players like Patterson who's I'm not sure if he's like <laughs> a, a, a minutes um issue like is he going to be back from his injury um a lot of us at the moment have um Mr Kinder Bueno you know from Wolves and and he was all of a sudden like out of nowhere dropped last week and Kilman looks fantastic you know and and so it's it's one of them where where we're all a little bit like do we Will we be okay if we just don't have any Man United and Newcastle players? But all of a sudden, like we had these players on, on our benches who were minutes risks. So I'm just getting rid. And I'm just like going forward, super solid, structurally sound. Um, I've got players at price points, um, maybe apart from in defence, but then even then, that's just a two mover. If someone like uh, Reese James starts to to slap so um you know we can get there 
I think it's interesting. One player, uh, you know, I expected to see in there, which which isn't in there, is this guy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's it's one of those where you make your choices yeah. or, or you make your bed and you lie in it with uh, Tarkovsky and McNeil. But um, I like the wild card and I understand why you're doing it in terms of um, you want to change it up a bit. You are looking forward to 25 um, and you have got plans already to kind of change a couple of those players in 25 for some double fixture, uh, you know, double game week fixtures. Yeah. So, um, and, and I get the six doublers this week yeah, as well. Yeah, so, and before it was five. So I've got like the extra fixture in there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I've got the nailed assets mm. um, as well. And yeah, I think on Twitter, um, the legend himself, Mr. Rubber Ducky, he did make a good point about, um, you know, what are you doing? Like Arsenal and Man City play each other. Do you not want to gamble on on either of them? And to be honest, I just want a slice of whatever happens. You know, it's about consistency. Like if if my Arsenal assets do well, I've immediately not had a terrible game week. If my City assets do well, I've immediately not had a terrible game week. And then the rest of them outside of that um, will do well. And then you don't pick a wild card for one week. You know, having triple City and triple Arsenal going forward is a little bit of a no-brainer, um, mm. if if you ask me. So, one yeah. thing I want to throw in there, I think this is you know whether it be you, Mike, or as well as you, Jack, is with this um, team selection and including you know bearing twenty-five in mind of uh, who blanks and who's got doubles and so on. Would you not be tempted to maximise the wild card for this week and put KDB in? Uh, and put Odegaard in, for example, instead of Fernandez, because you're going to be taking out Fernandez anyway in 25. And that way, then City and Arsenal do play in, in 25 as well. So KDB, there'd be a hold, Odegaard as his double, and, and not have McNeil um, instead. You know, have you looked at that option in all your drafts? Well, it, it's, it's a structure thing. So um, the thing is, like, I still want to be having a Man City midfielder. Like mm. all the time, like I, th- I think it's good. Like Mahrez has been flying. Yeah. Pep Pep loves him right now, and so having the ability to just go Fernandez to Salah and then Kane to Darwin, and then like it's the same situation. Is... You could go from KDB to Salah, it, but but, like... the, but the difference is the difference is that um no one's going to have Fernandez in game week twenty five anyway. And I want him against Leeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All the best with it. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not playing mine this, this game. <laughs> point. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say I've just I've just pushed the button. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm yeah, not I know. If you said that, I'd have um, just died. there is one other thing which I did mention before the pod, and that is this it doesn't concern you about not having your wild card in your back pocket. To set you up for a bench boost later on in the season with some great so, coming up. That's that's the thing. Like so, like look at this team for a second. Like there's triple Arsenal, there's triple um, Man City. You've got the double United in there. You've got Harry Kane and Trippier. Like, what else are you going for? Like, even when you do eventually wild card, what are you wild carding into? Well, I think it's further down the line. We'll know what it looks like. It'd be a lot clearer. You know, there's going to be... But, potential. but even then, like... There's going to be doubles up. in 34, 37. Yeah. Um, you know, when the... The, the Liverpool come back. 
Liverpool could come back. I mean, don't I don't want to put your mortgage on it, but you know, there's those <laughs> don't worry, mate, I won't. <laughs> there's those possibilities there, and it's just you know, yeah. I'm just thinking it's interesting to go with it. Okay, you've seen well, enough upside with this wild card now, yeah. with them further down the line. It's it's because it's because I've got some good price points over apart from in defense but defenders have been terrible this season anyway so mm. you know i'm i'm able to you know somewhere down the line like start maximizing my gains now all the way up until let's say for example game week 35 when we're expecting big doubles and and then um like some people will be struggling along to that whereas i i feel like i'll just be having a nice leisurely walk up until that point and um you know me mate uh, and you're one yourself. We're not adverse to taking a cheeky minus eight, you know, cheeky minus 12 for, for a good few every, doublers. Every week. Yeah, every week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think most, well, not most people, sorry. This, you know, it's, I suppose it's um, more the Twitter sphere. You know, you see people taking minus eight and things for this game week already. But I do feel like that's, that's what it's going to be. And I think the right time to take it, if anything, you want to advocate it, it's basically in doubles because mm. there is an upside there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've gone with the wild card instead, but um, fair play to you, mate. And, you know, it's it's almost like I seen your message and it was like, right, wild card's active. I was like, oh, here we go. Here, yeah. we, go. here we go, here we go. Yeah, it, it, it was either a wild card or take a minus 16 for a team I'm still not happy with. Yeah. And so it was just wild card. Wild card. <laughs> Question for there regarding Liverpool and, and Wolves assets um, you know I don't know whether that's related to further down the line in doubles or it could be for 25 yeah uh, like Fernandes and Kane to um, Darwin and Salah is a possibility unless you just look absolutely diabolical like and, and you've planned that, well, that would you really, yeah would you really take Kane out like, even their, their fixtures I'd bring him back in yeah. oh right, okay but, but that week he that week he plays Chelsea yeah, that's got to be the play. So you've got to basically leave and yourself. Got in goal. <laughs> yeah, you've got to leave yourself enough funds. They're yeah. at home though, aren't they? Oh, home, though, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but twenty-six Spurs play Wolves. Then it's Forest at home. Then it's Southampton away. Then it's Everton away. They're Kane fixtures. They've got it written all over it. So you've got to. That is probably got to be the move you have in your head to think. Mm-hmm. I've got to bring Kane back in for Darwin. That's what I would do anyway. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, yeah. that's that's on the cards for sure man and even then i might not even bring out the liverpool players in i might bring in some wolves attackers <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You, know, you know what i mean there we go you've been that awful yeah yeah blimey um, i think it's time for captain's corner isn't it we're just moving on now so i think uh just a quick mention to fpl prem tipster uh thanks for joining us obviously rubber duck has been in the comments as well uh, Prem Tipster says, plenty of opportunities to roll your transfers next, next couple of weeks with your team. So he uh, sounds like a fan of this wild card. Um, Rub Ducky, last one from him in this one, just before we move on. That K move is not needed if you've got KDB in midfield to straight swap. Uh, so something to bear in mind there for you, uh, Rev. Um, this is a first comment. I can't believe this came up. Great point, Reedy, as well. Well, wow, that's a first. Um, so He's nice going to frame that and stick it on his wall, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are into the final section of the podcast. Reedy, it is your time to do the captain's corner. Only joking, mate. 
There he is. Charles yes. Evans about to go crazy. It's the man of Osh. That way. Osh, what a time. There you go. Good evening, Jack. Good morning to you, Reedy and Rev. Got back from the races, and look, I don't have a lot of time for storytelling, so I'll get into my captain's corner very shortly. I listened to the podcast briefly as I was riding my bike back, and I loved Rev's thought process. It reminded me, the way he dissects everything is how I dissected I am the bag as King. I got out when I was an 11-year-old, <laughs> out on my summer holidays. I thought it was excellent. Loved the points. I've got mother. a thought process thought of an 11-year-old. Thanks, Chazza. Appreciate you, mate. That's okay. <laughs> and on that bombshell, that's it, mate. Go. Give him the red. Give him like, the red. Why have I give Reedy the log into this podcast? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just firing these out everywhere. Chazza, it is your time, son. It is my time. Now, just before I start, I was genuinely considering doing this at the local train station, just doing it through mobile phone. But here we are. Look, no sign at the moment. But we do have a few players we want to go through. And we're going to start off with Erling Haaland, who has been a bit quiet in recent times. But he has a double game week. When it comes to double game week and what he's capable of as a player, there is genuine consideration for a triple captainship. But first, let's get on to a couple of things with him. He scored in the reverse fixture away at Aston Villa. And his first fixture is at home to Villa, which is viewed as a more favourable out of the two fixtures, with his second one being away to Arsenal at the Emirates. The only time he's had back-to-back blanks this season was game weeks 19 and 20. And you wouldn't think with a double game week, it occurs again. But strange things have happened in FPL. He still has the highest XG of any player in the game with not 18.9 and is expected to be the most captained heading into the double game week. Despite that, there will be a couple of Arsenal midfielders challenging him. Does he outscore Rashford's double game week 22 tally at the end of it, which proved to be 20 points? And to those who TC'd him, well done to you. The second option, Bukayo Saka from Arsenal. Firstly, he's got two home games coming up. And how juicy is that? The last time he blanked at home was game week nine at home to his noisy North London rivals in Tottenham Hotspur. And with Brentford plus Man City to come. He did score against both opponents in the corresponding fixtures last season. Despite converting one penalty already so far, and we all know how handy it is having penalty duties within your locker as a fantasy asset, the recent signing of Jorginho from Chelsea could potentially put his future chances in doubt. And he's, in addition, the second most transferred in player with 286,000 new owners. His other challenger and his teammate, who's also Norwegian, funnily enough, in Martin Odegaard, has had six double-digit hauls already this campaign and is the fifth most transferred in with 213,000 new owners. Riyad Mahrez, the third option. We love the cheeky Algerian. We just love Algerians in general, to be fair with you. He's ranked inside the top 10 for most points scored since the restart with 46 points. Unsurprisingly, only Haaland has outscored him in that time amongst all of the Man City teammates. He has also returned in each of his last three games at the Emirates. And his second game is at the Emirates. Villa home, of course, is yet another favourable one from him. The last option, he doesn't have a double game week, but he has his most favourite opponents ahead. And that is Harry Kane, away at Leicester, 
There was one time we scored four goals. This is seasons ago. Would have been 2015-16 in their 7-1 drubbing over them. Just very late on in game week 37, 15-16 campaign. But, of course, Kane, we know what he's about season after season. He proves to be a consistent asset. He scored 267th club goal last Sunday as a Tottenham Hotspur player, breaking the club record, and which was held by Jimmy Greaves for more than 50 years in their 1-0 win over Man City. And funnily enough, you were mentioning this earlier of Man City's record away at Tottenham. Now, it is dreadful. They've conceded six, played four, lost four, scored Krispy Kreme donuts. Thank you very much. We'll go to the next point. Loves playing the Foxes. He's had 18 goals in his 17 Premier League appearances against them, but most he scored of any opponent. The last time he's blanked away from home was game week 14 away at Bournemouth in what was a game, Tottenham won 32. The last time he blanked and appeared against the Foxes, plus Tottenham scored in, was the 9th of December 2018. He's also scored in his last four league games against Brendan Rodgers' men. That's all for Captain's Corner this week. A bit of a late cameo. I was on a bus earlier and then I had to walk and then get the bike eventually. But here we are. I've come in the nick of time. Super clutch like Steve Bradbury in the Olympics. He's basically done a triathlon together here today, Annie. Cycling, you know, running. Were you doing any swimming? No, but I was watching horse racing. Fair enough. I mean, that, that could be a new addition to the triathlon, to be fair. Well, we need to go back to the shark's analogy. So I forgot we're still on air. But if the shark would beat us in the swim, we'd probably beat them on the run. But who would win on the bike? Is that right? Target. You're mute. Yeah, I'm not sure who to back. I'm not sure who to back. Yeah, there you it's go. Tough one. I was, uh, I was confused, but yeah. Um, I was going to say, I thought we went to Kane, then away from Kane, then back to Kane. I mean, that was just riveting. Um, Chaza, I mean, he was as fast as those horses you've just been watching there, mate. It was, yeah, it was fast. It was, you know, to the point. So we're basically saying Harry Kane's going to score a hat-trick this weekend, in a nutshell. <laughs> Look, you're more than welcome to overlook double game week players, because sometimes single game week players can outscore them. True. Yeah, we saw that with Rashford. Yeah. And the captain. Uh, True that. Chaz, sensational, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, captain's corner. Unbelievable. Well done, buddy. I really enjoyed that. And you, your timing was absolutely epic because that has brought us to the end of the podcast for this week. Chaz, we did review your team earlier. Um, I heard know. it. I heard it. Don't worry. <laughs> <Where'd I go? laughs> that was it. Um, so obviously we gave, we gave you a favourable mention in there as well. But listen, obviously, all the best for this game week. We hope some of our nonsense has provided you some guidance for this game week. Thank you to everyone that's joined the uh, the stream for this evening and hope you enjoy the uh, podcast if you are listening on your favourite pl- podcast platform. But uh, a big thank you to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for providing us um, with their support for this last two, last two seasons. Absolutely fantastic support from them. If you do want to look um, and use their, their app, uh, jump on the website. The link is in the link tree below. You can use the software for free to compare uh, bookies, promotions and bonuses and take advantage of them and beat the bookies. 25% off a premium subscription if you want to use them um, and go for your life. Um, and guys, listen, been a pleasure. Thank you for your time. 
Uh, Mikey loved the wild card. Look forward to seeing that happen uh, this game week and over the next coming game weeks and see what changes you make to that as they come along. Uh, but I wish you all the best. You are trying to claw back to that top of the ladder in the podcast mini. Uh, Chazza, you've got the last word, mate. Yeah, last word. This time next week, FPL Social will be our next game week preview for game week 24. Hopefully, whoever is watching can tune in. Then it's going to be, from what I heard, co-hosted by Oliver Walker-Peel, myself and Jack looking after the technical stuff. So I hope you can join us then. Mate, absolutely great book because I totally forgot to mention FPL Social. I've got one job, bloody hell. About time you turned up. Top man, Chazza, well done for mentioning FPL Social. Uh, Australia's biggest meet-up at Ultra Football next Saturday. Tickets are available in the link tree below. Please do come and join us. We will be revealing all the panellists that are joining us, which include FPL Australia's biggest content creators, FPL Flair, uh, who are over 11,000 subs on YouTube, as well as FPL Champion of last season and also the season before. And we've got a special guest lined up as well who will be announced during the week. So, yeah, very excited for that. Uh, Reb and Reedy, we wish you were able to attend, but you can join in on the stream if you cannot attend, which you two definitely won't be able to. So hopefully you can join in online and get some questions in uh, for Chazza. Um, Guys, listen, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we wish you all the best for the next game week. May all your FPL dreams come true. See you later. (laughs) 